Renaissance man, or in this case woman, has been described as a person who not only has lots of interests, but is an expert in several areas. Another word for such a person is polymath. While Leonardo da Vinci is hailed as the quintessential Renaissance man, my guest today, though a woman, is certainly walking the same path. Elahor FMY is not only a coach, but a singer, a speaker, author, radio broadcaster, and soon-to-be podcast host. Her life's work revolves around inspiring creatives and women of faith to stop doubting their potential. Sound familiar? <laughs> she specifically helps them show up consistently on social media so they can grow their influence and impact. She runs Scotland's number one online Christian radio station called Heart Song Live from the beautiful city of Edinburgh. And you'll find her turning up the inspiration heat on her 6.30 a.m. morning show from Monday to Thursday every single week. Did I mention she's also a wife and mom to three kids, two of which are actually twins? <laughs> Like me, Elaho is almost fanatical about adding value to the lives of people, especially women who struggle with confidence and low self-esteem. And you'll see why when you listen to her gut-wrenching story, which she shares with such authenticity. It literally moved me to tears. That being said, there was so much ease and laughter in this episode that one hour actually felt like 20 minutes. You'll also notice that she calls me Tosse throughout the episode and if you listen to the first episode of the podcast I mentioned that Tosse is the longer form of my first name and where the first part of my stage name T is derived from. Elahor calls me that because of the great offline relationship we have and if after listening to this episode you decide to join the bandwagon and call me Tosse then you're absolutely welcome to. I do apologize for the audio being a little glitchy especially towards the end but I'm confident you will get great value from this episode. My name is Tiari or Tosse if you prefer and you're listening to the Girl Unlimited podcast. My goodness, you have no idea <laughs> how much it means for me to say the words, welcome to the Girl Unlimited podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Tose. Congratulations. Super excited for you though. It's been, <laughs> I'm not going to give out that secret, but I'm sure you would have told your, your listeners already how many times you've wanted to start, but congratulations and thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, sis. I call her big sis because she is <laughs> my big sis. Um, I mean, <laughs> having her on the podcast was a no brainer because for one, Hello. she's one of the first people I shared the vision of, of God, Girl Unlimited itself. And uh, she was probably one of the first, yes, one of the first people, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm thinking clearly. And mm -hmm. it was probably because of the, the three month stint I did yeah. on uh on Hot Song Live, Live yeah, yeah. <laughs> presenting, presenting a show like a few years ago. And uh, mm -hmm. it was during those three months, I mean, for me personally, it was during those three months, I realized I couldn't only sing, but I could talk. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you did I mean, so well with that show. It was oh, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, I, you could only, you can dream, but I, I, I'm still trying to figure out why you decided to ask me to do that show because... <laughs> Yeah, you asked me that question recently. <laughs> I couldn't even answer. She couldn't remember. And I guess it was just some sort of providence. It was maybe yeah. God's timing or whatever. And God just probably orchestrated things. But I'm I'm glad I said yes. I'm glad you asked. And I'm glad I said yes. And um, another reason, guys, I, I, I wanted to have her on is because we share so many similarities. She is, first of all, a big dreamer. <laughs> 
and uh, we're both um, we both have a musical background, and we yeah. do we're musical art we're music artists, and we have a passion and are on a mission to see women live out their God-given purpose. I, I know yep. she does that and she does, she plays that out, I mean, full out, but that's where the similarities end, guys. <laughs> because unlike <laughs> me, <laughs> she's much more a doer. <laughs> but, so, I mean, she's already told you how long I've been thinking about this podcast and yeah, you know, but she's more of a doer and she's accomplished so much. And in such a short time, it will seem you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and because, I mean, she just keeps taking imperfect action. And I know personally that she's been faced with a, with, with a mountain of challenges, but, you know, yeah. along the way, internal and external and some of it, I know. And, but <laughs> your courage, your courage, Eloho, I mean, I, and your work ethic is absolutely mind boggling to say the least. <laughs> and I think our listeners will learn so much from you. So let's just crack on, you know, so um, mm -hmm. I, always like to go way way back to the beginning and okay sure what was it like for you growing up and Ooh. i mean with hindsight were there any indications that you would <laughs> end up where you are now <laughs> yeah okay uh oh, growing up i mean growing up was filled with all sorts i mean it was exciting because i obviously i'm the baby of the house so everybody was like baby cute girl big hair <laughs> lovely voice Apparently, I started singing at nine months. So I was, oh, wow. you know, I was really the baby of the house because even my immediate elder brother is seven years older than me. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So growing up was, um, it was good. It was fun. Lots of challenges, though, that I figured out afterwards had affected me, you know. But at that point, I didn't even realize what was happening. Mm. Uh, I'll give you a few examples. Like, um, yeah, like we had a brother who was a sickle cell. Um, he suffered from sickle cell, you mm. know. And so my parents um, were looking for salvation in any and everywhere. So mm. they went to every place possible, you know. And uh, and then they went into this, um, I don't know, it's a religion thing, Ulumba Ulumba, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So guys, just a little aside, if you, if you come from the part of the world that we do, <laughs> then you may have heard about that sect. It is a, yeah. it's an African... Mm -hmm. religious sects um so yeah. if you're if you're wondering if you, if you if you don't come from africa or from specifically Nigeria, you may not know <laughs> you probably will not know but it is yeah. a religious sect so please yeah. continue <laughs> anyway so i mean they went in there and that meant we had to do everything that they did you know and somehow in my spirit i knew that was there was something amiss you know i just i mean ugh, i don't even want to go through, through some of the things that i went through but that really affected me. But being the doer that I am, I didn't realize that I was a doer then. I said, you know what? I don't want to part. I don't want to be a part of this lifestyle. And this was me, a teenager who was just getting into secondary school. Mm. As soon as I left the house, because I was in boarding school for a couple of years, as soon as I left the house, do you know what I did? I said goodbye to that sect, religion, whatever they are. I'm becoming a Catholic. Do you understand? And I went straight. Yeah. I just went straight and I got, I got baptized. I got confirmed. I did everything Catholic because. As a Catholic. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, no, did I didn't know I that part. Into, so yeah. You didn't know that part. <laughs> I went into a Catholic school. Do you understand? And so oh. I loved everything about it. I started praying the rosary. And then, you know, now I see how that is playing in my life and ministry because I used to always love praying the rosary. And each time I prayed the rosary, my particular one will glow. It will shine. Do you understand? So I, was I like, remember no. those ones. I grew up Catholic as well. So I completely understand what you're saying. I was actually telling my family just a few weeks ago yeah. that the rosary I had used to glow in the dark. It was, it, mine uh, used to glow. And I just loved, you know, did everything. And then in my final year in secondary school, I was made the prayer prefect. So say. <laughs> Do you know Providence what? Was following you, yeah. I'm telling you. So it wasn't until recently I realized, oh, 
that's why I love prayers. <laughs> you know, that's why I love praying. But yeah. you know, one that experience for me, it, it kind of affected me. You know, obviously I was dealing with other stuff like, like daddy stuff. You know, being abused by my own father. You understand? Oh, wow. But all of that, yeah, all of that just kind of shaped me. And I lacked confidence. I think with the sect, my big brother, who was suffering from sickle cell, died the same day they were having a feast in my house celebrating, you know, so that that completely just I'm like, this can't be right. You know, how can you say you are so, so and so yet? my brother dies the same day you're celebrating. What's that about? Obviously, as a young girl, I didn't understand a lot then. But all of that affected me growing up. Yes, I've always been this happy, loving, I'm I'm out there, you know. Extroverted. Extroverted. (laughs) But all of that had an effect in my mind, you know. How are you feeling in your mind? I mean, what sort of impact did it have on you? I mean, I, I was just feeling all sorts like, I mean, with coupled with the abuse thing, I just felt not, not complete, you know, I just felt I needed to please everybody, you know, I needed to be good, Mm. you know, so that I can be accepted because And I think it's that everybody wants to be loved, right? Of course. Everybody wants to feel special. And to a large extent, I felt special growing up. I still remember my T-shirt. I had a T-shirt. I am special. But I didn't understand what dad was doing. I didn't understand this sect, you know, so I was confused. And then I grew up that way, believing that... I mean, loads of people took advantage of me because it was just, I was confused. Bottom line, I I didn't know. And and recently when I had um, therapy, uh, my therapist was saying, did I feel like mom didn't help me or do anything Mm. to help me? I was like, the truth is that my mom loved me to bits, you Mm. know, and I'm sure she did everything she could because when she was traveling, she wouldn't leave me alone at home. She would always take her on the journey, on the journey she was going. So uh, growing up was a mix of everything, you know, and, wow. and to a large extent, it held me back from really living to my full potential of course yes I was doing stuff I was leaving I was I went to uni I was still myself but there was this part of me that was ashamed you know to just to just show up or just be myself and I allowed all sorts into my life so that was growing up but it was it was good I mean it was (laughs) it was good I'm sure that a lot of people would have been affected drastically I don't know what is that is there that just keeps me going yeah I want to I want to dwell a little bit more into um the I mean if you if you are open if you feel that you can talk about it it's, it's because I know a lot of people have experienced I think the only other person I've heard who I mean this is me personally I'm not I'm sure there are loads of other people but the only other person I've heard who has a um you know who who has the same experience that you have in terms of being abused by your own dad mm-hmm, is uh, Joyce mm-hmm. Meyer. Yeah, um, yeah, that's why I love her. So, I'm so sure, much. I'm sure, and I mean, even I mean, I'm sure. I mean, this is not. We, I'm Christian, and Eloho is Christian, guys. But this is not necessarily a Christian podcast. But um, you probably, if you're, if you've lived in the world any length of time, you probably know Joyce. Joyce, uh, yeah. because she's. Um, is quite formidable within the um, Christian world, mm-hmm. and she's a preacher, and um, and she has been. She's instrumental to so many people's um, progress in life in terms of um, you know what. And she has experienced. She experienced a lot of abuse, and she she's very yes, open she about it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just wondering. I mean, when did the abuse start? When did okay. it stop? Okay. How? What was it like for you during those days? And I, I because I, I honestly in my mind. I, I'm struggling to understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, as a young girl growing up, I'm the youngest, I'm the last born, and everybody dotes on the last born. Yeah. So, I just felt at that point, 
yes, dad loved me, but he he was doing things to me he shouldn't be doing, you know, touching me in places where he shouldn't touch me. I mean, I, I shared my story in my book, You're Not Everyone's Cup of Tea. I didn't go into details because at that point I was still trying to heal through the process mm. because that affected me, my marriage for a whole decade. I wow. couldn't let go, you know, so so at that point, I, he would, he would touch me in places he wasn't supposed to touch me, you know, mm. and do things he wasn't supposed to do. I couldn't even tell anybody, but obviously my mom knew because I think my dad, I don't know what it was. He, the same thing with my big sister, you know, and my cousins and I think young girls. So my, I think my mom knew that it was an issue with, with him. So with me specifically, she would always travel with me. But at that point, I was confused. Like I said, yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure why that was happening. Yeah, because and this dad is, loved you, but he was expressing yeah, exactly. the love in a different way. Do you understand? In a way so you didn't like, expect him to. In a way I didn't expect him. So like that, that's gone out and he's come back. We all run, hey, dad, hugs. Mm. And then he always will put me on his lap. Yeah. And that was when he was doing his thing. And yeah. then at nights as well. And that's wow. why I struggled in my marriage for a few good years because mm. my my mind was just, I mean, that's what they talk about, say about the mind. Yeah. It will come at night and try to touch me and do all sorts of things. Wow. And when I'm sleeping and my husband used to try and touch me then, do you know what? I physically fought my husband. I will push I'm telling you, even when I had wow. my first son and I had to go a caesarean section, I didn't know and I didn't know how it had affected my mind. They said they couldn't. I was under general anesthesia, but I was still fighting. I was still struggling for nobody wow. to touch me there. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's how it affected my mind. And that um, is, uh, wow, that is. Uh... I, yeah. I applaud you because <laughs> I'm trying not to cry <laughs> because that is such a, um, yeah, not a lot of people from that point on. And we've heard of so many stories of girls. That's why we have all those organizations like A21 and those, the, the, not so many people, especially girls. Are, and I know there are boys who have, ex who experienced the same thing. I actually read a book a long time ago of, you know, where it was the other way around and it was the, the mom um, and her son. And I know how very depraved a lot of things are in our world, but it still shocks me to, think that you know the people you expect to protect you exactly the people you expect to exactly. you know to the to, you know protect you from the outside world because we, we 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 live especially as girls we live in this world where there's so much that we have to contend with you know yeah. you you need to be careful when you're w walking in the dark i mean there was a girl here in the uk there was a girl not too long ago who was accosted by a a police officer yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i mean these are people that are meant to protect you and yeah if you can't even even be protected by those that are meant to protect you then what hope do you have what that, hope that's what we have? think you what know hope? but yeah, um hope i'm so glad and you know because there's something that tony robbins obviously says that you know what if, if we see life if instead of seeing life happening uh, to us but it's happening for us if for I'm us, yeah. you know so yeah. I believe that all those things that have happened to you obviously has given you this strength and yeah. this courage that I know that you have mm -hmm. personally mm -hmm. I have encountered that courage and that drive that you have to um, be the shining light and that example and pull other women with you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is one of the things I've always loved about you and is this thing you have this abundance mindset you are very generous mm -hmm. and you have no issues you know um, pouring out into other people and I know people have taken advantage of that and, oh, you know, <laughs> that that is sometimes the downside of doing oh. that so, but it, it's not stopped you from 
going out and doing what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Especially, I mean, you are so visible on social media. And that is probably <laughs> one of the places you would expect people to hide from. I mean, yeah. I know you mentioned therapy and I'm just so, I guess, grateful for you and mm-hmm. grateful yeah. that you were able to pull yourself from that. And yeah. obviously, I know it's not wasn't just you, but <sighs> <laughs> but I'm grateful that you're here and you're able to, you've, you're living to tell the story. So <laughs> you're very visible on social media, like I said, and I know it is obviously part of the work that you do and I know mm-hmm. it's you're passionate about. I know you shared, you shared that bit <laughs> to everyone. Everyone who knows you knows you're passionate about <laughs> Where do you find the, I'm curious, where do you find the energy? I know you're extroverted, but where do you find the energy and the inspiration to keep showing up every day? <laughs> okay, so I'm extroverted, yeah, but I like to call myself an extroverted introvert. And you would not believe that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I love my space. Honestly, I love I love to just be on my own. And I think because of all of all of the things I suffered as well growing up, you know, because I felt that I had to always cover up. Do you understand? I didn't want anybody to know my secrets. Do you, do you get me? Yeah, wearing so the mask. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like when people are too close to me, they know things that they shouldn't know. And I have seen that play out, you know, even recently, someone I brought in. I'm like, you see, that's why you shouldn't let people in. You won't hear. <laughs> you know, so I, but I, I, I love to show up, you know. Mm. So I call myself an extroverted introvert. People don't believe it, but that's me. Recently, a friend of mine came to stay with me because she had something to do. And she's like, I don't get it how we're in the same house and you are, you are still upstairs. I was like, because I love my space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So that's another thing you didn't know about. Oh no, yeah. That was definitely another thing I didn't know. I, I, I know um, there's someone that did say something recently about, um, you know, you thinking that even extroverts sometimes need their space. Mm-hmm. So I guess, and sometimes there are introverts that have um, trained themselves in such a way yes. that they can show up they like me. They can me. show up, yeah. 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 <laughs> they can yeah. show up, you know. Like you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I know there are people who think I am introvert, um, extroverted, but no, <laughs> you're I not. Say, but I'm not. You, you know, I'm not. You're so. not. You're not. You're not. <laughs> so, no, I feel that's... Like a lot of lots of creatives are in- introverted. Yeah. yeah anyway, absolutely. so. How and where do I find this energy? I think it's just wanting to uh, be a blessing to somebody because, mm. like I said um, to someone a couple of days ago, for me, when I learn something new, I want other people to know or, dis- or, or get to find out, okay, this is what I've discovered. And I think it will help you. So when I think that, if I don't show up, that one person or two people or 10 people will be deprived mm. of what I have to offer. I just get up. <laughs> I remember when I started doing, uh, when, I, when I first uh, started running this online radio station and then doing my radio show, I remember what one of my mentors said to me. He was like, you know what? we don't care what is going on in your life because we are looking for encouragement. Mm. So you can come and then start to cry on us. It's okay to do that, Mm. but we're looking to you for encouragement. We're looking to you for hope. We're looking to you for inspiration. So I have to show up. I mean, so said, you know, my stories, most Mm. of my story, there've been times I don't feel like stepping out. There've been times I'm like, to what end? Mm. Do you understand? Mm. Is this going to work? Is it not going to work? And all of that. But when I think, of that one person even if it's just one person mm. I just you know what let me just show up and most of those times when I'm feeling that way you know I don't want to do this that's when I get the most maybe listenership I'll tell you a few weeks ago it was a Thursday morning I went my husband was around and I took him to the airport I slept off so I couldn't go on my radio show and then my sister starts to call me where are you where are you and then I looked I checked the insight there were so many people there. I'm like, okay, guys, when I'm there regularly, you're not there. So, <laughs> you know, so uh, I think it's just, it's just um, 
being able to add value to other people no yeah. matter what and then i love to take people on my journey because it's mm. not like it's perfect mm. it's not like everything is okay for me yeah. but i've determined that i will show up regardless and um yeah so you know, that's, that's huge that's that's really huge because sometimes people are looking to to, to you for that that consistency yeah. that sometimes yeah. they're, they're like let's see how not not you know in a necessarily a bad way bad but way. Like, no, yeah. how long can i trust her to keep showing up exactly can exactly. i trust her to keep showing up and then exactly. when you keep showing up and you keep showing up and you keep showing up at least for the likes of me i can speak for myself i don't mm-hmm. i don't obviously get on the radio show that you yeah, present every yeah, day yeah. i don't mm-hmm. know but from time to time i get these notifications from social media either facebook mm-hmm. or instagram telling me eloho is going live yeah, yeah. eloho is going live and i'm mm-hmm. like man this girl yeah. knows how to show and that's just what i so in my mind that's what i'm telling myself i'm like through the hard slogs and like you said i do know a bit of your story i know that there are times where it is such a hard slog and you are yeah. not, you if, if there was anything that could keep you from doing what you were yeah. doing that if, if that cup could pass away from you that morning it would mm-hmm. and you you present your show really early in the morning as well exactly so. <laughs> I can't imagine that it's not easy, but uh-huh. you keep showing up and you keep showing up and you keep showing up. And I can tell you that just that, I mean, I already mentioned to, to the listeners that you are a very generous person. And now we mm-hmm. see that actually the heart behind why you keep showing up is because you want to be there for somebody else. So yeah, yeah. that's in itself. Is and, very- and you know, something you, you, you're talking about consistency, trust is built on yeah. consistency. I remember when I, you know, that part of me as well, organizing the gospel concerts and all mm. of that. I had been doing that for like, was it four or five years mm. in Aberdeen? And it wasn't until the sixth year or so, um, the, the Church of Scotland, some of the elders actually joined. And why? Because I'm like, one year, two years, three years, four years, she hasn't stopped, mm. you know? Mm. And so, they began to trust me Mm. because I was still showing up, you know, despite not even having the support, Mm. despite not even having enough funds to run it, despite going into debt, you know, and being thrown out of venues. And the guy was like, Eloho, I've been watching you. And, you know, for me that like, okay, you can't even stop it because you find out that and and the truth is not it's not because people want to give up on their dreams but the circumstances you Absolutely. know but people are watching you like you said let's see if you know so i i found out that trust is built on consistency you get people to trust is that no like and trust trust factor isn't it so yeah 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 absolutely no i i totally get that and that's i guess one of the things that makes you you your brand so special is Mm -hmm. the fact that regardless of the 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 hardships and like i said i do i you've given me you 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 from time to time you give me a little insight into those struggles that you have to contend with and Mm -hmm. both with the online radio station with the concert that you were running um even with the business that you're running on the side and i mean this this woman i i I just i came across a word recently uh polymath now i didn't know that was what it was but i knew there were people who were not just uh, multi-passionate but they had uh, multi-potential oh wow lady that calls her name is uh, emily um, wapnik and she has this ted talk on um youtube that i i I saw (laughs) and she calls this polymaths uh multi-potentialites so people who are skilled in more than one thing usually mm-hmm. several things at the same time and that is actually interestingly the same meaning of the of renaissance so when you say renaissance woman or renaissance oh. man that's actually what it means and the the quintessential renaissance man that everybody talks about is uh leonardo da vinci da vinci you know, yeah. because he could do so many things we know him to have painted the Sistine chapel uh chapel but mm-hmm. he could actually do he was also an architect if i'm not mistaken and he was an wow. engineer and so many other things so you know, I'm like hearing all these things you're saying. Sometimes when I hear some of the things that you do, I <laughs> want to go take a nap, like literally. You know, so, <laughs> but um, I feel like I, I, I was saying that, you know, sometimes I feel like I have a front row, yeah, more like a second row seat mm-hmm. to the evolution of Elohan because you, you, you do so many things and you, but you've come from, you've come from somewhere, <laughs> you know, and mm. um, if I remember last year, you even ran a, um, a challenge that you called uh, Evolve. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what in your opinion is the key to evolving to better versions of ourselves? 
Hmm. That's a good question. What is the key for me personally is going back to your why <laughs> for me personally, you know, it's going back to your why, because the truth is that, especially in the world that we're in now, you can be swayed from, you know, oh, this person is doing this. I think it, I'll give you an example. One of my clients, for instance, um, another person did a reel and the reel went viral. Oh, I should be doing reels. I should be doing reels. I was like, okay, calm down, calm down. Mm-hmm. How does that, you know, fit into your why and your strategy? Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's going back, you know, to our why. And also, I, personally, I, I want to be better than yesterday. I don't want to just be in the same yeah. spot doing the same old, same old. They say, if you keep doing the same things over and over again, and um, expecting a different result is not going to happen. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not. And you know, for years, I went around the same circle and I was wanting change, but I was doing the same things the same way and I was expecting a different result. No, you know, so for me, go- going back to your why and uh, focusing on your goals and your visions. Yes, there will be other things that will come to like dissuade you or, you know, um, try to get you to just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I've lost it. But... <laughs> but but it's like you know the the certain people we all say we want to be a better version of ourselves but we're not really willing willing to put in the work work. do you understand yes so for me it's going back to the why and knowing exactly why you're doing what you're doing and look for opportunities to help you you know get to that point last year why i ran the five-day challenge was I had been in business, I'd been doing ministry, you know that, and I was not seeing results like I want. We all have dreams, big dreams, big goals, but I wasn't seeing it, you know. I, 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 I always felt like a fish out of water, and because of all I was going through, I was suffering from a low self-esteem of myself. I had that buzzword, imposter syndrome, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was just tired. I was just tired. I'm like, I can't continue like this. And I think it's that hunger for more, you know, Mm. that there's more, there's more. And for me to get more, I've got to do things differently. Mm. I've got to improve myself in every aspect. You know what? Even with the radio every day, people are like this woman, you know, because I'm like, I can't be giving you people the same if you're Nigerian, okra soup every day, you know, I've got to spice it up a bit. So for me, I think it's just going back to your why. Know exactly why you're doing what you're doing. Know your goals and your visions and look for ways to continue to improve what you do, even if it's good, even if it's better. It can still be best, you know. So I think for me, the key, the, the big, 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 big key is just going back to your why and uh, yeah yeah it's 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 amazing you mentioned that because i literally just finished reading a book for our book uh, for my book club um called uh, the compound effect by darren hardy and you know he talks about you know that instant that willpower will only take you so far but that mm-hmm. why don't we exchange willpower for why power so when you anchor yourself in why power and i was like I oh my that. goodness you know so that, that is the juice like you rightly yes. said that's the juice mm-hmm. that's the fuel you know mm-hmm. that's puts that car in motion you know obviously there are other things like the like you said the goals um the the dreams which are the you know the gear probably and the you know (laughs) the ignition and everything but the fuel (laughs) is the white power is the white power yeah absolutely it's interesting you talked about imposter syndrome because my next question kind of uh, centers around confidence which is one area that a lot of women <laughs> oh, oh tell me about it suffer from oh my goodness tell me just about talked it. about so even oh. in the in the midst of doing all the things that so i know a lot of people have this you know this ro- rose colored glasses when they are looking at music artists mm. and looking mm-hmm. at people that are showing up on social media the way you do you know i know mm-hmm. you have this following i know you obviously have a radio station and then you are a social media expert and people will see all that and say ah no she can't possibly be struggling mm. with confidence mm-hmm. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you know so just hearing you talk about the like you said the buzzword imposter <laughs> syndrome so i guess my question to you then will be 
how have you personally dealt with or how have you worked with, <laughs> okay. with right. you know done all the things you've done with yeah. com- the, the lack of confidence or the imposter mm-hmm. syndrome yeah okay so i'm a big believer and i'm sure you know that tosef for doing it afraid yeah yeah so i think that's what helped me the only thing that was that a lack of confidence and imposter syndrome was holding me back from being was my my authentic self my you know living my full potential because i didn't believe in myself i was like oh, let me just do when i started my concert yeah do you know what i i got people from everywhere but i wouldn't sing because i felt my voice wasn't good enough and people actually said things and you know how people would say funny enough last night i'll tell you this story if i continue my daughter was doing a drama thing with her friend i was on the phone you know and then uh, the, her friend's little sister wore a really cute dress and my friend and i were just laughing about the dress yeah and uh, they were wanting to get my attention i was like guys i'm on the phone okay so i went upstairs and my little daughter comes to me mom my dream of being an actress how can i be a good actress when people are laughing at me that means people will be laughing at me all, all my life i was like yay where's that coming from <laughs> <laughs> if you see the way i don't there was this righteous anger i was like no way no way baby whether they laugh at you they don't laugh at you you've got to keep on going i told her a story about jennifer lopez who her even her mother didn't believe in her but today she's publicly recognized i said so babe it's like okay okay <laughs> you know and the truth just just flowing from that story the truth is that there there likely will be people who will laugh at you and that is no, just exactly, reality exactly. <laughs> you're going to have to learn to rise yeah, above that so yeah have to learn so so you know that lack of confidence that feeling that and and one thing i didn't mention to you was because of my height i always felt people were laughing at me and talking about me i couldn't even walk straight to say i had to slouch Ladies, I had to slouch. She is a tall woman. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I've only seen Ella Hall just a couple of times in my in, in, since I've known her because we live in two different parts of the UK. But this woman is a tall woman. <laughs> not really no. tall. So I'm always taller than everybody. And you know how people make remarks and they say things? All of that affected me. So mm. I just didn't believe I was good enough. Yes, I was doing everything I was doing. I was showing up. Mm. I would do concerts. People would come. But I would not be able to sing at my concert, you know. Wow. I maybe do one or two songs. And if even yeah. if I'm doing it, in my mind, I'm thinking, what are they thinking? How are <laughs> they feeling? Do you understand? Being so focused about what people are saying and doing yeah. rather than focusing on the reason why I was doing it, which was mm. to bring people together to worship. Mm. Mm. And then people were even uh, helping by saying, ah, you're not a singer, you know, you're only just organized. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just flowing from there, right? I'm, I want to just, I'm intrigued because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I attended. I have had the privilege of attending one of those concerts, and yeah. I I've always been blown away. So one of the biggest areas that I struggle with that that you are. I mean, I've said to you previously that I see that as your superpower. You know mm-hmm. how to get people together, and you yeah, know. I mean, yeah. how do you reach out with all that all that that's going on within you? Right. I'm just intrigued. How do you reach out to these? Um, well-known yeah. artists, you know, mm-hmm. from across the pond. So these are not even people <laughs> that are within the UK. This lady reaches out to people in the Caribbean, in the, in, yeah. in the person of uh, Chevelle Franklin. Yep, and yep, then yep. she's reached out to Bob Fitz at the other end mm-hmm, of And mm-hmm. then, you know, so just people that I would, well, if I was going to type to such people, my hands would probably be shaking. All that was going on within you. How are you able to do that? How are you able to still show up with that superpower? <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, one of the things that has helped me is, you know, I have a very playful, very, very playful nature. Very, very simple. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's maybe in the way I approach them. I don't know. Uh, because, I mean, Cheval, like you say, for instance, her husband is one tough cookie. But how I got him, I don't even know, you know. Until date, if I ask Colin for Cheval, he's ready 
to say, wow. yes, several will do it. <laughs> and the same thing, even with Philippa, Muiwa and Stephen. And I'm like, so what is it that they see in me that I don't see in myself? You mm. know, so I think maybe it's just coming from that place of humility, one. And to say that I there's something about you that resonates with me. And I think my audience will benefit from it. You know, like we talk about in social media now, add value to the lives of people. Mm -hmm. People want to see how, how um, this will benefit them, not mm -hmm. necessarily how it will benefit you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you say to them, okay, we've got about, about 800 people attending. Okay. Maybe I could sell my merchandise. I'm just, I'm just talking, but I think it's just probably valuing people and not sometimes you clearly know that people just want to use you for certain things but being able to show people that you know sincerely genuinely I don't have the money or I don't have anything but I, I believe that you will be a blessing so I think that's how and um, obviously I've used social media right from the start a yeah. lot yeah. And that's what helps me to get the crowd in. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to talk about so asking about social media again. <laughs> but, you know, um, being able to put myself in people's shoes, mm. you know, talk to people and just talk be myself. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think that just that just drew um, drew the audience to me. I, I thought that it was the names that was making people come mm. yes they were coming and people were excited but really really because people bought into my vision not wow. necessarily because of the names the mm. names were just an addition and I'll mm. tell you why in 2018 was it in 2018 when I was going to do the concert mm. one of the big artists you know, you know that story. Yeah. <laughs> you were part of that story, mm -hmm. you know, uh, disappointed me and wouldn't come. And there I was crying, feeling like person is not going to be there. Gosh, so was that 2018? It yes, feels it was. like it was so much longer than that. Yeah, like, it was, was 2018, you know. And thankfully, I, I had started coaching then. And uh, one of the things my coach said to me was the same thing, that Eloho people should come to your event for you they should mm. buy into your vision mm. not necessarily the people that mm. you know that you are bringing and um it's fine they 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 spice it up mm. but let them come for you even if you're not singing even the words that you speak should you know uh, um, reach out to them in a way that they feel welcome loved special and all of that so I went in with that mindset, you know, in 2018. I was still shaking, my shaky, shaky self. <laughs> but at the end of that event, there's one Scottish guy I call my Scottish father. On his way back to Aberdeen, because he came, mm -hmm. he told my friend, I've never seen Eloho in that light before. She was so free to express herself. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. Something broke when I realized that you know what a lot of people are there for you because you are going to introduce the people anyway <laughs> do you understand so so um I, i've got a question just <laughs> from what you're saying how then do you sell people that vision how do you get people to buy into that vision into your vision a vision the way the way i have sold my vision is just by being me mm being me taking them on my journey because i was talking a lot about my my journey my story obviously i was not giving away too much because i hadn't released my book then which told more a lot more but i had a powerful story of rejection and you know that story as well you know and then letting people know that despite that season in my life i'm not going to stop doing what God has ordained me to do. I'm, I'm still going to leave my purpose. And the truth is that we never really discover our purpose. Does it? We're always evolving. <laughs> God is always revealing stuff. You're getting in thought? there. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who would have thought that, you know, 
five, five, six, seven years ago when I was just doing the co co concerts. At that point, it was only the concerts, concerts, concerts. But see how, you know, it's building, it's building, it's building. And I think that's one thing that holds a lot of women back mm. from actually living their full potential. Firstly, you think you have to have it all together. No, you don't. <laughs> you have all of these big dreams. Just start somewhere perfect it later and keep growing keep evolving there's still more to come for me <laughs> absolutely no i i totally hear what more. you're saying i totally hear what you're saying that there's this thing we always we're always waiting for this eureka i yes. i know personally because i that's where i'm coming from personally so you always there's this eureka that you think is going to be that's why the, i i the, the vision of girl unlimited is built on the god-given unlimited potential Mm -hmm. and embracing the unlimited possibilities that are out there because when yeah. those two are combined then mm -hmm. like you said you just keep evolving because you, just keep you, evolving. you, you are tapping into that that's that potential that you have that is already within you and then mm -hmm. you are embracing the possibilities because many times sometimes we have the potential we don't think the opportunities are there but the opportunities are all around us mm -hmm. the problem is that many times we don't see it because we either, for whatever reason, we either don't think it's for us or we, we you know, the imposter syndrome thing again, yeah, we don't yeah, think yeah. we are worth it, mm -hmm. you know, but they're there. And mm -hmm. what I'm hearing you say is that you, 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 you take, so basically what you've done and how you've evolved is an opportunity has presented itself. You have seen possibilities. Just go for it. And yeah. you've gone for it yeah. imperfectly, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you've gone for it. And th that's how you, you keep evolving. And I totally agree. I, there's no way, I don't think there's any way, if I hadn't taken that step to uh, become a music artist, there is no way the podcast that I'm, <laughs> I finally birthed exactly. would have come, yeah. come to being. So yeah. Yeah. I completely yeah. agree with you. As, my next question is, is in terms of, so I was reading your about page uh, <laughs> on your website. Beautiful, beautiful. You guys need to visit it. It's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> Uh, it's www.lahorefmy.com. Yeah. Yes. .co.uk. .co.uk. Sorry, guys. It's .co.uk. <laughs> so she's decided to keep it British. Yeah. We're British. <laughs> so um, you, you said there was a statement that stood out to me and it literally gave me goosebumps because I could completely identify. And I've already, I mean, we talked a little bit about it, the polymath thing and everything. You said, yeah. I refuse to allow anyone put me in a box. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so I'm hearing a lot of personal experience from that. <laughs> you, yeah. know, life, you know, so I guess mm -hmm. um, my question then is, have, could you share a situation where okay. probably someone probably tried to put you in a box or where mm -hmm. you were trying to fit mm -hmm. into a box or, or mm -hmm. something like that? Okay. It will still, it will still be around my music. I'll go back to my music when I, uh, when I released my first album, yes, um, loads of people were telling me how amazing it was, da, 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 and all of that. Before I even got out, firstly, I decided things differently because, and that's something I love, I love to just try things. <laughs> when people are releasing an album, the, the thing that they do most likely is an album release concert. Mm. But I said, you know what? I don't want to do a concert. I want to have a dinner party. And okay, everybody man. was like, are you okay? <laughs> are you normal? <laughs> In fact, one of my friends actually sent me a message. I mean, bless her heart. She was like, why are you doing a dinner party? Why don't you? And she mentioned names. Why don't you do it like so-and-so person that has done concert? I was like, okay, was I there when God told that person? Do you understand? This is me. So that's one of the experiences. But when the album now came out, people were like, mm, it's nice. But they called specific artists mm. that they were comparing me to. Mm. Um, this person would have done that. And, you know, that mm. affected me. Even the producer I worked with <laughs> <laughs> was trying to put me in a box as well because it's like, wow. you have to do it. I was like, but that's not me, mm. you know? And when people try, obviously, you know, it's just trying to, to put on a pair of shoes that is not your size. You will struggle and it will hurt. And that was what was happening to me. You know, I couldn't be my, yes, I love both albums that I've released, but I believe that, that, that I was being put in a box. Mm. I was trying to, you know, they were trying to like, okay, this is how you should do it. This is who you should be. But one of the things I, I, I did, which 
was my second album. She's like, I'm tired. I'm tired of people telling me to do what to wear. When I when I released the album art work for my second album, oh my goodness, so sick. <laughs> Don't you know your pastor? Don't you know? I was like, excuse me? Really? How does that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all of oh, that, wow. I just said, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to be me. I'm going to do me. And if you have a problem with that, fine, go look for someone else. You know, you don't have to follow me. You don't have to be in my circle. And that's mm-hmm. why I wrote that book. You're not everyone's mm-hmm. cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Because obviously I was suffering from that approval addiction. This one says, do this, I will try. This one says, wear this, I will try. Mm. But in all of that, I was was frustrated until I decided, I even told my husband recently, you, you want me to dress like this and dress like that? But I just got tired and said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to be me. Those who would love me for me Mm -hmm. will show up for me. So I don't need everybody on my side, much as, unfortunately, that's good news for somebody, much <laughs> as I want everyone to be uh, be on your side, be with you. It is not possible. You would not have everyone who you like, you love you, or your product, your business, or your career. Focus on the one person that does like you. Mm-hmm. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to be me. I'm going to dress how I want to dress. I'm going to sing how I want to sing. <laughs> yes, there might be off keys and all of that, but it's still me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. just got to love me for me. So I think um, those two experiences, yeah. you know, I just, I just got tired, really. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's interesting you're saying that. It's so, isn't it like, a normal thing. I mean, I was, I, I, I listened to a training a, a couple of days ago and he was talking about uh, um, different levels of democracy. So it was, mm-hmm. I know, I'm sure you're wondering why I was listening to something that was talking about democracy. He was talking about, um, you know, that only about 4% of the world was um fully democratic and then about 30 percent was partial i'm this is my my using my words partial democracy and then the rest were living in um repressive regimes whoa and i couldn't help thinking you know about how many places and how many not just in terms of countries now but in terms of families you know where we are forced into and it comes, I, I think, actually, to a very large extent, it comes, especially depending on the generation you grew up in, I think that it starts from from the family units. You are told to mm-hmm. be this, and you are told yeah. to do that, you know, and mm-hmm, even mm-hmm, though mm-hmm. you know you don't really fit into that box, you, yeah, especially yeah. if you love your parents and you love your family, mm-hmm. you do try to yeah. fit into that box, and then you just realize that it's not just working. And there are so mm-hmm. many people that are, are still in that repressive state. So I'm glad that you're talking about this and kind of to an extent, given our listeners who I know are predominantly women, giving them that permission that it's okay to be different. It's okay yeah. to be mm-hmm. you, whatever that flavor <laughs> looks like. And I think that's yeah. what God even wants. You know, I mean, he, I think that we've all been created unique and remarkably. Exactly. You know, we've all been created unique and remarkable in ourselves. And we bring mm-hmm. this flavor and this color. And when we all come with our different colors, our different flavors, there is vibrancy. And there's it's beauty. Vibrant. So, it's just so beautiful. You, yes. So beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. And I was going to ask you because you, you've mentioned, uh, you've talked about your book. Um, you're not everyone's uh-huh. cup of tea. I loved that title the first time I, I saw it. I was like, that is so apt. And I'm sure probably it, was, it came from, from a, a conversation because it sounds very much like yeah. it was a conversation yeah, yeah, that you're probably yeah, having yeah, yeah. with someone. Is that, is that, is that right? Yes. So, I mean, just like I was saying, because do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that, be, don't be that, you know, mom, be wife, be, and all of that kind of thing. And you know what? I think, I don't know if it was a conversation or if it was a Facebook uh, post I did, you know, <laughs> and uh, somewhere in my notes, because I had to screenshot it. So it was a Facebook post. You know how I like to just go on, uh, on Facebook or whatever platform and just share my thoughts. Mm. So I, I shared that and um, I put that at the end of the day, you're not everybody's cup of tea. 
And you know what? The amount of people that responded to it, especially Caucasians, I was like, oh, wow, okay. You know, and so that was how it came about. And when I was going to write my book, and I was talking to uh, my book coach, and I just told her, you know what? I think this is what I want to call the book. And she was like, spot on. So she did all the checks and all that. And saying that, I, you know, I've been wanting to do a podcast as well. So that's going to be the title of my podcast Ooh, as well. You're not nice. everyone's cup Very tea. nice. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that because I think it's, 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 it, I can already it's see. Gonna it. be, it's going to be, the conversations are just going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, it's, if, if only we will come to that realization that it's okay not to be everybody it's okay to be different it's okay my friend says yeah my friend says it it is fashionable to be different Mm, i so agree with that (laughs) no absolutely i i i I hope our our kids especially are taking because you know when i hear Mm -hmm. i hear of peer pressure and i'm like isn't it Mm. funny that as as teenagers especially you're trying to fit in but as you become an adult you, it is in your best interest to try and stand out. So I'm like, why mm-hmm. don't we start? <laughs> then and there, yeah. there are people actually. And even though I'm saying this, I know there are people, especially in certain countries, and I'm not going to mention that peer pressure continues to, for a lifetime. It for never lifetime, ends. You are, yeah. you are, you 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 are subject to, to peer pressure for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like, when are we going to start teaching that? The only way you are going to make it, especially in the world, especially with this information overload, is to stand out. Yeah yeah and be yourself and be different yeah yeah <laughs> that is that, that is that's the only that's a ticket to actually making it making it in the online world you're going to have to stand mm-hmm. out and be different you know so mm-hmm. i totally get that so thank you for that so i'm just i'm wondering what's next for you <laughs> with everything else that watch you're this, doing <laughs> watch the space Dorset. watch the space <laughs> well you've already told, told us one there is a podcast and it's going yeah, to be called, there's a podcast you're not everyone's cup, coming, cup of tea sure. yeah yeah there's cool. a podcast coming and if you've been following my broadcast you would have seen that i'm doing a lot more uh, live shows so um, we're taking the broadcasting to visual so right there's gonna be more yeah so there's gonna be more of that and hope more music i was supposed to have written two books by now <laughs> Oh, oh my god <laughs> two extra books or another yeah, one two extra books so right. so um i was gonna do a book on obviously my business media instagram the title of that one is get your game on get your mm-hmm. instagram on the book cover and all that mm-hmm. but unfortunately that hasn't it was supposed to come out on my birthday but i don't think it will work out mm-hmm. and uh two journals so I think so there's th- definitely things in the pipeline then <laughs> <laughs> there's these things <laughs> which which is not surprising obviously so so you are not surprised I'm sure. while we kind of round up I just have a couple of questions left for you I'm just wondering so what sort of so I I kind of like to go with the power of three so what kind of do you oh, have boy. like three tidbits of advice uh, that okay. you can give to our listeners that are chasing their dreams on their own mm-hmm. terms. They are okay. trying to. They are, they are, they've heard what you said. They have that permission now. Or they feel they have that permission now. Or that courage to go and be themselves and be different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do they? What advice would you give them? Okay. Uh, firstly, I mean, you've got all your whys and your goals and all of that sorted. I would say take action and do it now start now perfect later i love that one a lot start now perfect later learn on the job mm. secondly um if you've got any talent or in, you've learned anything new look for someone to impact with that knowledge it helps mm. you grow it helps mm. it builds you up and it's like your training your training ground so um any area of your life you feel like you're you've called to do business to do mm. career finish whatever area uh, 
always look for someone else you can impact with that knowledge because it helps you grow. You learn on the process. Um, thirdly, be you, just be you. Uh, be your authentic self, show up as you, even if that you has a lot of uh, uh, challenges and messes and successes, victories, just show up as, as yourself. One of my coaches will say an expert is not someone who knows a lot about everything around the world, but you're an expert in that, in your niche, and um, you know, maybe just 1% more than the people in your industry. So uh, rather than think, oh, but somebody else is doing it, somebody else is doing that, they don't have your story, they don't have your journey. So show up as your real self, show up as your authentic self, and um, you'll make it. Cool. Yeah. You keep mentioning talking about your coach said that, and one of your coaches said that, and I'm like, so how oh, important yeah. is you know, having, you know, that sort of, uh, I guess, accountability and accountability. Yeah. Mentorship and accountability is so, so, so important because for me, after that I had all of these dreams, visions, plans, I was working in it. I needed like structure, you know, and a coach helps you because I've noticed even when I was doing my rebrand, mm. my brother didn't do anything. Everything came from me. Mm. Do you understand? So mm. there are things in you, but because of everything that we are battling with or struggling with, you know, it's hard to even see clearly. Mm. So a coach, a mentor, an accountability partner will help you. Mm. Right now, you will think that, okay, hello, you know so many things. I'm, I just got over <laughs> an accountability session with this. Mm. Why? Because there's this, this I've just found, you know, who... As in when she was giving me that, I was like, I know things. Yes, you know them, but do you do them? Mm. You know, so you need someone who will kick you and say, hey, get out there. You're supposed to speak to five people every day. Now mm. I'm like, oh God, where are the five people do I? So, <laughs> so uh, coaching, mentorship, accountability is so, so important to your growth, to your journey, your development. So, yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. So um, there's this exercise that I discovered. So there's... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a um i took this course a couple of years ago and one of the things we were all asked to do the facilitator asked us to do was uh to post a picture of our uh selves from when we were uh, children so i think okay. i pulled up a picture oh, wow. from when i was about five or thereabouts mm -hmm. and i was wearing this yeah, I have little loads. traditional yeah. <laughs> attire <laughs> and stuff i love that picture because i felt that it not only depicted my origin that's my culture i loved mm -hmm. i love to show my culture where i can yeah and um but that was just, that's just an aside <laughs> just to say mm -hmm. that she asked us to write a letter to our childhood Aww. selves and mm -hmm. you know basically give, giving that our childhood selves permission and basically just just a letter so i guess my question is the eloho today you mm -hmm. know looking back to the eloho at maybe eight years old five years old six years old what would you tell her Okay. Dear Eloho, you are amazing. You are beautiful. You are so valued. You are worth it. You are valuable. You are loved. You are fearless. So mm -hmm. go out there. Just do you be you and don't let anything hold you back mm. you there's there's greatness on the inside of you you just need to walk in it discover it so those are some of the things i'll tell my absolutely so. and probably the fact that you're going to turn out okay in spite of everything else exactly you, you will turn out okay <laughs> you will be okay you will be okay yeah thank you so much i just so i mean where can folks find you where can they buy the book um you're not everyone's cup of tea where mm -hmm. yeah where can they find you? i know it shouldn't be okay. difficult to find her actually guys it's but... not difficult <laughs> at all i interviewed someone this morning who said um google is my friend just type my name on google <laughs> <laughs> actually that is so true yeah. that is so true if you literally type in um Eloho, Eloho just, Eloho, just her name her first name without even if you if you think the surname so e-l-o-h-o -O, without even putting her surname i because i sometimes i'm too lazy to type in going to the, the you know the the what you call that the bar, yeah the bar so i don't i just literally just type Eloho and then everything i need comes out so you could do that yeah. but just in case there are people like you know they're very technical I and know. don't want to do google they feel like you know what 
Google is taking is, is they are making me dull in my mind. You know, there are people that say that that's no, they are, they are Google is, is affecting that. So they want to keep sharp. So, where they can, where, please give us your, uh, your so, um, I am Eloho Efemoi across all platforms, and my surname is spelled Echo Freddy Echo Mother Union Alpha India. You can tell I've been doing this a lot of time. So, Eloho- me too, me too. So Eloho FMY across all platforms, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and um, where else? Where are you on where? TikTok? No, I haven't done that one. <laughs> I haven't done that one. I thought my kids, I think it's my eldest son who says I shouldn't go on there. So yeah. How about Clubhouse? Oh yeah, and Clubhouse as well. Eloho FMY, yep absolutely great and marvelous thank you so much for your time thank you Hello, so for having me to you. thank <laughs> you so much for your vulnerability and just being like you've said so many times in the interview already just being yourself i really appreciate yeah. that and i know our listeners would appreciate that as well so thank you thank you so much and all the best i'm looking forward to listening to the podcast <laughs> thank you thank you sis all my friend are a total rock legend for listening to this episode to the end i hope you found value in it and if you did would you do me a quick favor would you rate and review this podcast on the platform you're listening and if the platform you're listening doesn't have the facility to rate and review then please share the episode with your friends and your loved ones it will go such a long way in helping spread the word of this podcast and until next time Remember, you're a unique, remarkably creative person with a God-given purpose and unlimited potential. The question is, what are you going to do about it? That nothing will become of me, that I'll never come to anything but I. stronger